welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host and this is my podcast. And my guest today is actress, comedian, writer, and host of the Will You Accept This Rose podcast, Arden Marine. You know Arden from Mad TV, Chelsea Lately, Shameless, and now she plays Regina Sinclair on the Netflix show Insatiable. Oh my goodness. Uh, this is a perfect, timely episode uh, to talk to Arden because we're experiencing a new season of The Bachelor. So Arden and I can dissect that, talk all about her incredible podcast. I know I have my own podcast, but hers is one of my favorites. It's as if The Bachelor or The Bachelorette is a sport. That's how intense, that's how serious they take The Bachelor on the Will You Accept This Rose podcast. So I was so excited to get into the whole Colton episode this season. It's Colton the Virgin on The Bachelor. Uh, I already think they're talking about his virginity way too much. I think it's very rude and insensitive. And I don't, I don't want to keep talking about his virginity because I don't want to fall uh, into the trap of talking about uh, something that uh, you know he's very vulnerable about. Anyway, great conversation I had with Arden. She came in uh, like a breath of fresh air, sat on my couch, talked about a million incredible things. Uh, it was like drinking a cup of very strong coffee. I felt better for having uh, this conversation with her. I mean, she does a million things and she does all those things incredibly well. Uh, and it just made me go, wow. Oh my God. I want to, I, I want to do a million things. I, I want to, you know, jump and dip my toe into the stream of life and just really get in there and, uh, you know, be creative and take chances and be bold and daring. I mean, my goodness. Uh, we talk about, uh, Oh, comedian Bobby Lee's comedy intervention uh, that he had with Arden. We talk about her stand-up career, Beauty Secrets, uh, obviously The Bachelor, duh. Uh, we talk about her audition process. She's an incredible actress. She's working all the time. So for all of you, uh, you know, actors and actresses out there, if you want to find out what her audition process is, uh, you will get the inside scoop in this here episode today. We talk about finding balance with work and life. We talk about being a late bloomer, sugar addiction, the Great British Bake Off, our mutual love of Target. I mean, she had me a Target. When she told me that she goes to Target uh, and it's like a stress reliever and it makes her feel safe and cozy, I was like, sold, team Arden, a thousand percent. I mean, God, could she get any greater? Uh, we talk about uh, tips for anxiety relief. Arden has uh, great tips. I know I am uh, an anxiety-ridden person, so that was helpful. You know, you'll find out for yourself what we talk about. I don't need to fucking spoon feed this to you. Anyway, uh, and to use Arden's word, a word I had never heard before that, that came out of her mouth during the episode that I was like, wow, I want to start using this fun word. Uh, to use Arden's word, the episode uh, you're about to hear today is spectacular. I mean, how fun is that word? It came out of her mouth. I was like, did she just say spectacular? Oh, my God. Holy shit. Arden. Anyway, uh, to find out, uh, you know, anything and all things related to uh, Arden, find her on Instagram at Arden Marine. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Alexi Wasser. And, uh, you know, if you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment. I know I say it every week, but I do mean it. Are you rating the show? Are you leaving a comment? Are you telling your friends? I hope you are. Anyway, uh, also, uh, always feel free to send emails to the Love Alexi podcast. Send those to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. Uh, send emails uh, about advertising inquiries to dearlovealexi at gmail.com. 
And uh, let me tell you, the Love Alexi podcast is a listener supported show. We are an independent podcast. So if you want to make a donation to the show, feel free to do so via Venmo at Alexi Wasser. Any donations, any contributions are greatly appreciated. Uh, they really do uh, help me keep the show going. Um, you know, so thanks in advance. And I want to start doing uh, shout outs. That's what I want to do. I want to start shouting people out and saying thank you to the people who make donations uh, on the air here. So I look forward to that. All that being said, I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with actress, comedian, writer, and host of the Will You Accept This Rose podcast, Arden Marine. Now we are podcasting. Hi, Alexi. You're so tiny. I'm a small person. I'm a small person. I'm a short little gal. With, I know. Yeah. I can't believe how tall are you? I'm five, three and a half. You're five, three. I'm five, but 11 and a half. I bet we have the same size torso. Uh, I don't think so. I bet if we sat side to side on like a wood thing, it's not we'll do happen. it. In- no, really? Okay. I, bet we, I bet we have. Oh, maybe. Isn't that crazy? What does this mean? It means I have the shortest legs in the world. Oh, what's yeah. your inseam? Like two inches. This is great podcast <laughs> fodder. Oh God. Well, we got yeah. our inseam. We got it all. We got my inseam. Go oh. right to the inseam. What oh, a pretty man. apartment you have. Thank you very much. I know this is my studio. So we're both, wait, you're still on Nerdist or does Nerdist exist? Nerdist doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't exist anymore. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, so you have, you have like an extremely successful, incredible podcast. Thank will, you so much. Will you accept this rose? Yes. It's a bachelor podcast. It's a bachelor podcast. We're going to get into that. But so we both used to be on Nerdist. Yeah. On the Nerdist Podcast Network. Yeah. Aristotle was, was Aristotle your producer or Katie? Katie was our main, Katie Levine was our main producer and still yeah. is my producer. And then, but our, when Katie wasn't available, we would have Aristotle, who I love. So where did everybody go and what happened to the podcast network? <sighs> and, uh, and now you podcast not out of Meltdown because Meltdown doesn't exist. I built a studio at my house. You did? And we just started doing, so the Bachelor season started again. So we just did our second one. Yeah. It's, um, I have a garage that I turned into the cutest podcast studio you in the world. Did? Where can I see pictures on your I Instagram? I'll show you. I'll show you some pictures. I'll show you some pictures. Who's texting um, you? What's going um, on? My over friend there? Rob Benedict, who's doing? Jesus. He's on my podcast. Is, oh. is organizing for next week. Okay. Um, but um, so you know, it's, so yeah, we went independent. Katie, because Katie was a, Katie Levine was the head of the Nerdist Network. She's the one who sort of approved our podcast. Yeah. And um, when she left Nerdist, we went with her, and we went. We went private. So we and so we bought this we bought the domain rosepodcast.com oh, you and did? like but then like and the we announced it and then the weekend that we were setting it up we bought it on Squarespace and then they messed up and like didn't secure it. So in that weekend, some dumbass like went in and bought it. How so did that happen? How did they not secure it? We they were like, we're sorry, and it's like, but but we just but we like paid you, like we bought it. So now we are rosepodcast.vodka. No, yeah, you can get. You, they were like gave us a choice. It's like, well, this is available, and we were like dot vodka. That's the dot. Like who? There's a dot vodka. There's a dot vodka. We and we have it. And we're you got Rose, it. We got. We are rosepodcast.vodka. Rosepodcast.vodka. And do you like being independent? You know what's the difference? Because I'm independent too, and I mean, I don't know what the, what is the difference. I never really had. You know, it didn't really work for getting me advertised. I mean, no, was, me is this too inside? Is this too inside the podcast? I don't know. I, you know what? Oh, I mean, I Look think. Podcast, I podcast. think. Financially, it's about the same. I think for me, I think I liked being part of, like, I liked saying I was a nerdist. I liked being part of it. 
But, like, quite honestly, I think a lot of our fans weren't the typical Nerdist fans. Same, yeah. I did like to be part of it. I like going to the studio. I, I felt loved, very cool. I lo- I felt cool. Yeah. I loved I, I loved like, being at Meltdown. Yeah. I felt cool being a Nerdist. Get cozy on the couch. I'm okay, going to not put my shoes no, on I don't care couch. if you do. Um, if you look, by the way, you guys can't see her. Maybe I'll take a photo later. I should. Your outfit is just like the cutest. You. What are you wearing? Thank Who are you, you wearing? This, it looks like it matches. It, it's not actually a set. I just was racing out this morning. This is just effortlessly. You just threw this on. No, I, I just wanted to be. I didn't. I wanted to be a point for you. You look great. I know. You walk in. I'm so just much. like I just feel like this, I like, wanted to be on point for you. Yeah, you you're on point. No, but I do. I feel like a slob. Do you prefer being on? Did you prefer being on a network or independent? I liked if I had fancy guests on, like if yeah. I like. Well, you know, you get the podcast scene, so I don't feel embarrassed that you're in my apartment. Yeah, yeah. You have, now you've got your garage thing. No, I get it. Mark Marin has his garage yeah, podcast. That's, right. so that's cool. That's right. But uh, if it, it was some act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a uh, person I didn't know very well and I didn't feel like enough, being able to say, uh, I have a studio. Come to the studio made me feel really legit. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or like we're on the nervous network. Yeah, I, felt, I felt like I got picked. Yeah. yeah. So just yeah. The studio and like going to a comic book shop and upstairs in the secret room. Yeah, yeah. It just felt like, felt like I had this like cool identity it's and a clubhouse vibe. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. It was the cool kid clubhouse vibe. And now this is, and then I'm asking people to come over to my house now and I just feel like, oh, I'm sorry. Like even you, you coming yeah. over to my house, I feel like, fuck, I should just go to her. Is this horrible? Like, oh, not at all. To me, this is the new studio. Anyway. I know. I understand. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I get it. This is very inside for the yeah. podcast. Well, Talking about can, a podcast. You can edit it. If you I'm like. not editing it. People should get the inside scoop. Great, so that's if, if people are go. podcast listeners, they're going to want to know. Yeah, uh, that's, when, that's the deal. They'll be that's like, the oh, deal. I'll start a podcast. Yeah. This is what happens behind that's the scenes. That's what happens. So, okay. New season of The Bachelor. Yeah. Uh, I watched it yesterday. But also, how long have you had your podcast and why are you obsessed with The Bachelor? Okay, thank you so much for asking. Tell this me is everything. my third year. This is, we, have, we just had our third anniversary. So maybe we're going on four years. I had never watched the show ever. Well, that's not true. I watched a couple years early on and then I didn't, I was not, I didn't watch it. Yeah. And then um, Caitlin's season, I was told to start watching again. Wait, who's Caitlin again? She was the one, it was the season where they had, I was told because it was going to be a special season that I should watch because they had two women and the guys the first night got to pick. She was down to Nick Vial and Sean, who kind of was like the poor man's Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. And they went, there was like Cupcake, was uh, the dentist Cupcake was one of them. Okay. And Ben Higgins was one of her guys. Oh. And like Jared was one of her guys. They went to Ireland and she like, she had sex with Nick Vial like yeah. during the season. Yeah. Before the fantasy suite. Oh my, how did that happen? They like I snuck off. They, it was a great season. God they damn like, it. they like snuck off and like humped in like a Marriott somewhere like in Ireland. Yeah. And that, I mean, it was a great season. So that's how I got, so I just watched it and I was like, it was actually to me, and she was a great bachelorette because she was funny and kind of yeah. spunky and like, they picked the girl with the, like, it was a beauty queen and, like, the little spunky girl with the nose ring. And, oh, like, so you got to choose who the bachelorette was going to be. The guys got to pick the first night. It was, like, Survivor. They had to put. That's unlike any of them. Exactly. That's so weird. I can't believe I missed that one. I think I jumped a, in the next one. It was a great, so I was, like, and she was great. It was a great season. And, and like, Nick Vial, who'd been on the year before and was the finalist, he wasn't one of the original guys. And, like, he had like slid into her DMs on like Twitter or whatever. Oh. And then like 
So the, the original batch of guys showed up. The front runner was the front runner. And then like halfway through the season, Nick shows up and she goes fucking bonkers. Like she is so hot for him. Yeah. She's like, it's literally like, like her chemicals are so fucking jangled. They're at some like Backstreet Boys concert. Yeah. And her chemicals are so jangled and he showed up and then she ended up having sex with him like in a Marriott. Like she couldn't. Like they like dry humped in front of the cranberries in a church. Like anyway, I think so, I remember that one. I think I jumped in right when that was happening. Everybody was like, "Why is he coming back? I can't believe it." It's that not was fair. It. That was it. That okay. was three years ago. That was like that was four years ago. Okay, I jumped in the middle of that when that was happening. We okay. got it. Yes. So that was like such a great season, and the guys were great. And then I was like, somebody that year was like, "Are you going to watch Paradise?" I was like, "No, I'm not a loser." And they're like, "You need to watch Paradise." I'm like, okay. Oh god. And then I watched it. I was like, "This is the best show ever." Like. I didn't understand it. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, so wait, you have to be, it's like musical chairs, but with like, I didn't understand, but then I loved it. And that was like the Carly Evan. No, it was before Carly Evan. It was when Carly got dumped by that dude, that redhead guy. I never watched Bachelor in Paradise. I've only watched The Bachelor. It's the best one. For anybody who wants to get into The Bachelor, wants to get into your podcast in a major way, tell us what the difference is between The Bachelor and The Bachelor in Paradise. Just like, yeah. Basically, you have to kind of like suffer through The Bachelor and The Bachelorette to get to the fun of paradise. So you watch them all. So you basically get to know the players that will be down in Mexico. Like, so you just, you need to sort of watch. So, you know, the deal of like, that's the guy who cries a lot. That's the guy that's the virgin. That's the lady who's like, whatever. So, you know, all their stories, right? Yeah. Then they throw them all down in Mexico and it's like a game of musical chairs. In the beginning, there's like 12 people, but there's like an odd number of guys and girls and they each week the power shifts and you have to be coupled off each week to get a rose. And But, but, the, but the good part of Mexico is that they actually spend more time with each other because I think on like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, you're getting engaged after maybe having like four dates oh, with somebody. Oh, yeah, and they're so separated. But yeah. down with they're they're all staying, when they're on Paradise, they're all actually like just drinking and hanging out for like three weeks at a hotel together. So they've actually, that's the one that actually is the most weddings out of, there's babies out of that people. Oh, really? It's the most successful people. You stand the best shot of maybe getting weddings out of it. Yeah, now you're really selling me on Bachelor It's pretty great. It's have pretty you, great. Have you seen Love Island ever? I is that the one that's or Temptation the, Island? Oh no, in the UK there's one called Temptation Island. I thought it was called Love Island. Is it? It's called Love Island. It sounds similar, but who cares? We're in America. No, it's the one that's come. It's coming here. I think. Oh, it is. It's about to start airing here. I can't. I mean, apparently, it's great. Yeah. I can't wait. Well, you got so you got hooked on the show. Your friends so like got you got to watch the show. The- I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like I and I was also rooting for people. Like I, you know, I don't hate watch it, but I do like to make fun of it. I yeah. love it. So then I was like, I need, and then I noticed on Twitter how many funny friends of mine like tweeted about it. Yeah. I was like, so I was like, I need somebody to talk to about this. So I basically started the podcast. The first year, in the beginning, it was mostly me, Ern Foley, and Eddie Pepitone, who we made watch the show. Really? He hated it, but he watched the entire season. Yeah. And, but I just wanted to watch it and break it down with funny people. So it's like, I don't watch sports, but I, we, we dissect it like it's our sporting. Yeah. We do draft picks. We try to figure out beforehand, like, who's going to win, who's going to be the drunk, who's going to be the crazy. Like, so it's, it's just comedy people, but you can't hate, like, we've had a few people come on and they'll be like, this is fake. It's like, you're never coming back to the pot. Like, yeah, you got to get into it. Like, if you're like, we all, like, at a certain point, 
we all actually want them to fall in love. Yeah. And we do make fun of them along the way. Yeah. I think the crazy one for this season. Oh my God. So I put up with that. It wasn't three hours, was it? It was three hours. How was it three hours? Because they had that dumb filler of all those parties, those awful parties. Oh, so if I watched it on Hulu... It seemed like it was only two hours. Oh my god! If you watched it on Hulu, it was probably like seven hours. Oh no! It well, was. Did you see all those like viewing parties? Yeah, so all the, I mean, on all the proposals that, and the that, viewing parties. I mean, I can't. That was exhausting. It was too much. I only. I was. My, I, I made a pact uh, to my friend. I was like, I'm not going to watch all my crap TV. I'm going to uh, during the week. I'm going to watch everything on the weekends. I'm going right. to watch Vanderpump Rules, Real right. Housewives of Atlanta, right? The Bachelor, all right. the stuff. Uh, on the weekend, but right. then I thought, oh my God, Arden's going to be on the show. You got to watch it. I got to watch The Bachelor. You got to watch it. And yesterday, I, you know, I watched the three-hour episode. Yeah. What'd you think? I think, uh, I've already, oh, too many virgin jokes about Colton. I felt bad for him. Yeah. It was like too much. And it was like so uncomfortable and not funny and none of any of their business, even though he's talked about it I so much. I like the poor guy. It's like, it's like okay, leave look, it alone. It is a little unusual yeah. in this day and age for like whatever, but like. At I like a certain him. point, he's grow. He actually grew on me. Yeah, I, I felt like at a certain point, it's like leave the guy alone. Yeah. He clearly feels like it's his soft underbelly. Like it's his, it's his wound. Yeah, he's embarrassed and like not. He's vulnerable about yeah. it. It's he feels vulnerable. We already know he's a virgin. We don't need to talk about it anymore. And like we leave get the it. guy alone. He's a yeah. virgin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He will or he won't. At some point, he'll have sex. Like yeah. let's leave the. Let's they when Chris Harrison said to him, people are saying you're not a man. Oh God, that was so brutal. I was like, are they saying like nobody? Are people saying? I've heard people, including myself, maybe wonder if he's gay. Yeah, but like not a man is not. I mean, that's like that poor guy. Maybe a gay man. Yeah, you might. But be a man, like a, yeah. hot, like a super hot gay man, and like great. That's great. Like that's yeah. wonderful. Like yeah, that can, was harsh. But like not a man. It's like I don't. Think that's like a really mean thing to say that to was somebody. Pretty brutal. Yeah, I know. I felt like all the gals that were leading with the virginity things are going to get cut. Oh god, like the pop the cherry thing. Oh, the where v it card. It didn't even. Oh yeah, the the it didn't even look like a cherry. That balloon. The apple. Oh, the apple. Yeah, the it looked apple. like an apple. And uh, <sighs> the crazy girl is clearly okay. the one in the red. Yes, with the I want to show sleeves. you a picture. So one of our producers, Anna Hosnier, found a photo for the podcast of how. How yes. many producers do you have? Your po- you, you're like you have a legit podcast. I have a podcast. You have. A, I mean, I thought I had a podcast. I, mean, I don't know if I have a legit. You, it is so legit. You got ten producers. I've got ten producers. This is what the face on the. So what she used to look like. Who's that? That's the villain. That's the villain. That's the villain with the dog. Look at her face before all those fillers. See, here's the thing. I don't, I'm so naive. I was born and raised here. I don't, I can't tell the difference. But Show like, me the new picture of her. This is great for an Okay, so that's thing. before. Yeah. And now she's like, everything is, I'll have to, I'll define yeah. it after. Yeah. She's like. She does look, doesn't she look older? She looked, it makes her look like 48. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. I don't have any filler yet. You know what? <sighs> if you do, don't go bonkers. Don't go bonkers. Just don't go bonkers. You guys can't see Arden right now. She's so cozy on my couch. <laughs> you're the only guest where I've ever, I always tell everybody, get cozy, get cozy. Nobody ever gets cozy. Oh, so, what do they do? And you're so cozy. I'm, a, I'm a, like a borrowing animal. There's I a love side it. of it. I'm a very nesty person. It's so great. You're so. I, I wish I could be as like. I mean, no wonder you book every job. Oh my God, you're bless working you. nonstop. I try. Oh God, bless you. I, you're not just a podcast. Not only do you have a legitimate, successful, exciting podcast thank where you, you talk, so much. where you talk about stuff that I'm interested in, thank like you, you know, so much reality television, love, seeking, searching for yeah. meaning, yeah. And a partnership, yeah. anyway, uh, romance. 
But yeah, it seems like you're on every TV show all the time. You're a comedian, a host, a podcaster, an actress, a flourishing actress. And I'm thinking like, is this why? Because you're just so like, woo. Just like, uh, oh my God. you're so comfortable in your skin. Thanks. And you should be, but it's like a rarity. Oh my, it's It's been a journey. It has? Oh my God, yeah. Are you kidding me? How'd you get here? Yeah. Oh, dude. First of all, I looked like Barb from Stranger Things until I was like 15. I, I never watched that show. Oh, it's Barb. Not the, Barb's not. She gets eaten by the demogorgon at the pool. It's not who you want to look like. Spoiler alert! Spo- oh, that was season one. That was season one. Barb is not. All right, I'll find you a photo. Well, uh, no, I was like a. It was. I was a late bloomer. You so to were. Speak. Oh my god. Yeah. So then you you grew up with just like a shame hole of like. Oh, I'm a monster. And then how did you decide to become a comedian? Oh my God, I mean, shame hole. And then I you become mean, a comedian. But I think that I think most comedians come from a shame hole. Yeah, like, it I makes think sense. Because you get your you get your armor. If yeah. like you learn to deflect, like if you feel different or you've gotten picked on or you feel not good enough or not cute enough or whatever, you learn to kind of deflect through humor. So yeah. I think that's like, but oh my God, yeah, comedian shame hole for sure. There's nothing worse than eating it like in stand up. That's yeah. like the worst feeling in the world. When did you start doing stand up? I started doing stand up very early when I was like 21. Yeah. And then I. I didn't like it. Like I got, and, and then I, and it was just, it was a different scene than it is now. I think it's more open to ladies now. Like where were you when you started? I was in New York. I did, I did improv in Chicago when I was 19 and then I did. So then I found that I ended up doing more like improv and sketch. Cause I like performing with other people more. Like I like playing with other people. This was fun about podcasting. Yeah. Like for me, I like collaborating with people and then when I was on Chelsea Lately and after Med TV, Bobby Lee kind of did an intervention on me. And he was like, Arden, because I was living in New York, but I would fly in to do Chelsea Lately, and um, which was really fun. But like he didn't make, he made, you know, like $400 or whatever, because it was just yeah. cable, whatever. But it was so fun. I was yeah. happy to do it. And like, I love that show. It was so fun. And Bobby, but Bobby was like, Arden, you're the only one on the show that's not like, we're all like, you know, we're all financially benefiting from it on the weekends when we do stand up. Like, you're the only one not, you know, because I was, I wasn't, you can't, it's hard to tour doing improv, you know? So yeah. like, so I was like, oh, I can't do stand up. I can't, I can't. And he was like, yes, you, you're a funny person. Yes, you can. And so he basically, he was like, he booked me to do like a 15 minute set for him, like three weeks from that date. He oh was like, God. he was like, he basically was like, well, you're going to be, he was doing it at the ice house in Pasadena. And he was like, you got to figure it out because you're going to do 15 minutes at my show or like 10 minutes or whatever. And so I went back to New York and I just did, I just started doing it. I started doing it. He gave me like a little lesson in his house and then Bobby Lee was so cute. He actually taught me like even just like the physical lesson of like the stand. He was like, you're either a mic in the stand comic or if you aren't a mic in the stand comic, (laughs) he goes, he was so sweet. He goes, you take, he goes, you thank the host, you take the mic out of the stand, and then you put the stand behind you so you don't block your voice. He goes, he goes I think you're a stand out of the per- mic. He goes, I think you're, don't, you're not a mic in the stand person because you're physical. So he goes, so then you thank the host, and you take the mic stand, and you put it behind you. 
And then he was like, look, you're a little blonde lady, so you probably want to make a joke about your parents first. I was like, okay, cool. Thank you. Like, he was so helpful. And then he sort of taught me how he writes jokes and like... He's such a good stand-up. And like, so that was really very, and I, it was such a gift because, you know, at first I did it in the beginning, just thinking like, oh, okay, maybe I'll earn a little extra money, like whatever, you know, because I had the credits or whatever. But then it actually was a gift for me because I realized the only reason I wasn't doing it was because I was scared of it. Really? And it forced me... Like at that point, I think I was ready to face myself alone on stage, which I wasn't at 21. Like I was ready to see who I was by myself and I couldn't hide with somebody else. Like it forced me and it was interesting because the audience also lets you know who you, if you like record, he also forced me to listen to myself, record it and listen back. And he goes, and he goes, everybody in the beginning goes too fast when they start stand up. He's like, so that's, you're just going to go too fast. And he's like, and listen back for where they're laughing and you're not letting them laugh and lean into where like rec- like lean into that part of where they're laughing and you're not letting them laugh and that's you'll figure out who you are on stage and it was so interesting cuz you in the beginning when you have it was interesting doing it you know a lot of people at that point had started in their 20s so I had like a lot of catching up to do and it was but I was it was almost like I was in shape from soccer and I switched to baseball like I had been performing live every week for years, but it's just like from improv, but it was learning like, what does that look like as a stand-up act? What do I want to talk about? And who am I on stage alone? It was very good for me. Oh my God. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. It's interesting. It's terrifying, but it was interesting to kind of face myself. So how many years ago was that? Was the Bobby Lee intervention? The Bobby Lee intervention was... I'm going to burst into tears. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it was really nice of him. And he really believed in me. And I remember Brian Callen was also really nice to me at a show once because I knew him and he was like, Arden. I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, Bobby wants me to do stand-up. I was like, but I I don't know. And he was like, yeah, you're not funny at all. You couldn't possibly do... There's nothing... Like, he was basically like, what the fuck? Like, you're, you've been on Mad TV for four years. Like, you've done... Like, you're the only one who doesn't think you can do this. Yeah. We all think you can do this. You're the only one who doesn't believe you can do it. Oh, my God. And so it was just interesting of like, okay. How many years ago was that? That was... God, it's 2019 now. So I guess that was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. 2009. 2009. I met Brian Callen, I remember, a long time ago in an audition, and he was the nicest guy. He's so fucking funny. I couldn't believe it, and I'm usually so terrified of comedians, especially like male comedians, yeah. because I'm just like, oh, God, they're, yeah. you know, all this, whatever I might think of them, but like... They're intimidating. Because I dated so many when I was like 21. Me or, too. Yeah, Me and too. I was like, and I always thought like, oh, they're so gross, and they should be so grateful they're dating this like insecure, yeah. cute girl. Yeah. Sorry. That's what I, <laughs> yeah, and, and they're just meaner than anybody, meaner than the most good looking men. The stand ups were the stand ups, yeah, were. the stand ups were the so imp- mean. Improvisers weren't quite, they were nicer, they right? were nicer. The improvisers were nicer because they could play with the other kids in the sandbox, yeah, yeah. The stand ups, the stand ups, yeah, I think I could see that, but uh, yeah. But yeah, Bobby Lee's an angel. Bobby Lee is apparently an angel. And I just remember, yeah, I was so shocked by Brian Callen and how, how sweet he was. Yeah, at this audition. It's but, interesting, uh, like, who's, like, super sweet. Like, Eddie Pepitone is so sweet. Like, his, his whole... His whole persona is of like this big angry grouch, you know, and he's like, oh, you know, you know, as Eddie Pepitone, the fucking, you know, yeah. the earth's ending and we're talking about macaroons, you know, like, and he is such a sweetheart. Like, it's so interesting. Like, 
you know, you get your delightful. There's so many, like, it's fun the people that are just delightful, the people yeah. who are just like these wonderful little oddballs. Well, when, okay, so 10 years ago, you start doing stand up. Yeah. And you're going full throttle. Wait, but how did, what was like the big break for you? Was it Mad TV? And then how did Chelsea Lately come about? Is someone, I the story of your life? First, Big thing. I booked a sitcom when I was 22. I, from New York. Yeah. So I like immediately booked this sitcom called Working with Fred Savage. Oh, how exciting. And so it kind of moved me out here. I was in New York. It moved me out here and like it was on for two years. And that, that got me going and like, and I would like, I was like a quirky redhead. And so I would, so I would do like pilots, you know, I would do like a pilot a year as like the quirky redhead. And then, but like none of them got picked up. And then after that ended and then, and then Mad TV would call, they kept calling and like, it's again, I actually had booked it before I did it and I turned them down because in my mind, I was like, I'm not ready. I don't do it. Like I hadn't done, I'm not a groundling. I just do improv. I don't have characters. I would go, I'm going to go in and flounder. So I said, no. You booked it? I and booked said it. No. It's crazy. It's wait, crazy. Try, it's, wait, but you tried, let me just figure this out. You tried stand up when you were 21 years old. You're in New York. And then I immediately got an agent and booked a sitcom. But then you stopped doing stand up. How many times did you go up on stage when you were 21 when you, you I probably that first time? I did it for like, I mean, I probably did it like 15 times. 15 times. Tops. And then tops. You did you, and you just didn't like it. it was well, too... I immediately got an agent and I immediately booked a sitcom. So I was like, well, I don't have to do that again. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah. So you did, what, did you go to college? I did. Where'd you go? I went to Colorado College. Col- were you born in Colorado? No. And it was, I mean, it's the right school for many people. It was completely the wrong school for me. It was horrible for me. But because I was so unhappy, I kept doing programs away like they have this weird thing where you take one class at a time for three and a half weeks so I like I like applied to like transfer like because it was like oh this is the wrong school for me I never looked at it my friend looked at it and I was like I, it's a good school actually but I got there I was like what? oh this is all like rock climbers and like this is not How, me well, your friend wait where were you born though Rhode Island Rhode Island you you graduate high school yeah you're like, like the character in Stranger Things you said you're a late bloomer yeah feeling uncomfortable. but then you go to yeah wait, but your friend looked into it my and you just went and it. you applied I like, yeah I what? applied to like 13 schools we both got in I was like well my friend's going it was a terrible what? decision what were your parents up to I, what were they paying attention I to I just wanted to act I was like when can they were like you need a college degree and I was like can I just move to New York? Yeah. You know, and they're like, no, because I was I was 17. I, I was like a December. Be- I started school. You're Sagittarious. Too young. I'm a Sag. That's on my uh, my notes. Are yeah. you a Sag? Uh, no, I'm an Aquarius. I just always like to ask, even yeah, though I don't I'm really a, know what it means, but I'm, I'm into total, it. I'm a super Sag. You are? I'm the epitome of a Sag. What does that mean? Um, Sort of uh, very independent, sort of, you know, like funky, a, a, funky or like sparkly, but like don't rein me in. Oh, God. And um, um, very loyal, but if you cross me, you're out. Yeah. Um, I like like to travel, like brave and creative, but like can sometimes put your foot in your mouth, but not maliciously, but kind of like blah, 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 like you've gone too far, you're making too many jokes, and you don't even realize you've hurt somebody's feelings. Oh yeah. It's not. A, it's not a malicious. It's not sneaky. Yeah. It's just sometimes takes the joke too far. You're in Colorado with your friend. Yeah. 
Miserable. 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 You're applying for other things. Well, so, and I got in. Like, I got into, like, NYU. I got into U Michigan. I couldn't afford to transfer. Like, they were like, oh well, we're God. not going to take your credit. It's like, these credits are weird. So I got in. I couldn't afford to transfer. So I just figured it out. So yeah. I just, like, so I went to Chicago for a year. I figured out how to get credit for shit. And, and like, so I went and I did improv for a year at Improv Olympic. Which in LA or New York? In Chicago. In Chicago. Sorry. And then I went to New York and I got an internship at Conan. Oh, that's great. And then and then I went back. I did two years in a year. I graduated on time. And then I immediately moved to New York. I worked for a casting director. I did stand-up at night. I waitressed. I was an Jesus. elf at Macy's Santa Land. Really? How old were you then? Like 22? 21. 21. 21. My 21. God. Jesus. And then, um, and then I booked this pilot. And so... But, uh, so yeah, so I, but so when I booked Mad TV, I'd only done like sitcom acting and I've been doing improv, but I was like, again, it's like, it's, it is, I don't know if it's just a lady thing or if it's a me thing. I don't know. But like, it was always feeling like I, oh, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. It's just too scary. It's too scary. I, I'm not this, I can do fun. Like I written the characters in my living room and I auditioned and I booked it, Yeah. but I'd never done them in public. I was just just like I just made a tape in my living room and like I just thought no 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 I don't have the I don't have the goods I'm not going to make it there so I said no and then <laughs> every year they would call and I was like no 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 Jesus and then I actually knew Katie Segal from oh, I love her right oh and my so God. I ran into her and I was like Mad TV wants me to audition again how did you know her by the way I don't I think I like worked with her once and she was so sweet and she was always nice to me and I bumped into her like she like at like a yogurt shop and I was like Katie like Mad TV wants me I'm like debating I don't know what to do they want me to go audition and she goes but I'd done all these pilots that didn't get picked up and like so it was a success but like nobody saw anything and years were passing and she goes Arden, honey, it's easier to stay on TV than to get on TV. You just need to get on TV. So I was like, okay. So I I got my act together. I took like three weeks. I wrote a whole new batch of characters. And I'd been doing a lot more improv and stuff. And like, and I booked it again. And then, but again, the whole time Mad TV was on, every summer I would still go do like the writing labs at the Groundlings. It's just, like no guys would do that. Like That's I was amazing. But I was like, I was just like, oh, I'm not enough. I need to figure. I was like, and at a certain point, I was like, girl, like you're done. Like yeah. it's enough. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, and it's interesting, even like doing the. Like I do theater in New York sometimes and like years ago, like I would do, I would book these sort of fancy jobs and like, but feel so insecure because I hadn't gone to like Juilliard or Yale drama or whatever. And it's like, and it's been interesting. I've gone back and done plays since doing stand up and touring regularly. And like, I don't have that anymore. It's like, if I can perform for 45 minutes alone on stage, like I, I know how to act just because I didn't go to Juilliard doesn't mean I'm not trained enough. Like I'm just as valid as it's been very good for me to be like, it's enough. Oh my God, you're At so what inspiring. point is it enough? Like it doesn't have to look like, it doesn't have to look like, yeah, I wasn't a groundling when I went, but like I did the classes. Like, yeah, I didn't go to Juilliard, but like they keep picking you and I yeah. do the work and, but it was interesting. Like, and even Brian Callen, like I was the only one who was like, you like, yeah. and it's like at a certain point, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. 
Don't tell people. Fake it till you make it. Don't tell people about your insecurities. Don't tell people that you're not enough. Just go thank you and act like you're enough. Would like, you tell people? You would tell people. You I would think it was, people. I would just say no. I would just go, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. And so now just all the, doing the stand-up seems like that's what made you. And it still terrifies me. Like I still am a very anxious person, but like, it's also like suit up and show up. Just have smart feet. Some of that insecurity may never go away. Isn't it what drives you though? I mean, what drives you? Because you because you do so much. You're so. I love making things. You just love making. I things. love making things. Yeah, I love I love making art projects. I love making crafts. I love making pog. I love to make things. Yeah. Do you? I do. I mean, that's why. I mean, this it's fun to this make things. Like, this is not a gold mine. I just <laughs> I'm obsessed with pog. I love talking to new people. I'm so yeah. curious. It makes me feel less alone. I yes. like being able to put my voice into the world because for me. I tried stand up when I was twenty one. Yeah, I did it for like a few, or no, maybe eighteen it's to twenty one. And I was drinking so much, and I was dating all these very like, more successful male comedians. And yeah. I just thought it's too scary. I don't want to feel like I have to make out with these people. I'm too yeah. scared to say no. I don't feel good enough around yeah. them. Like I'm. I don't know. And I was building this armor of weight because I was drinking so much because yeah. of my fear. I gained weight too. Did you? Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, because I felt like... I, I felt- was drinking a lot. I dated some of the older cool comedians. Yeah. I was, and I ate a lot of burritos. Me too. At four late. in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm 5'3". They're 6'6". Six, six. I can't yeah. do this. And it was just too much. <laughs> and I... Yeah, I was just miserable. And I uh, did that too. Yeah, and it wasn't about the comedy. At any, like, it was just... Anyway, it was just... So then when blogging came about, I was yeah. like, oh, I can make videos and I can write behind the safety of my screen yeah. and I can get my voice out and write and generate stuff and and have my point of view for like Have you done stand-up since? I, you know, I've done like storytelling shows at like UCB that are, make me feel less uh, self-conscious. I have done some stand-up and I like it. Sometimes it goes really well and then other times it doesn't. Yeah, which is horrible. And it's just like, it's the most excruciating yeah. thing. It's so scary but I wish I was brave enough to do it every night. But even the even if you want, if I wanted to go to an open mic or if I wanted to jump on my friend's show, it's like three minutes now. It used to be like five minutes yeah, ten years hard. ago or whatever. It's like that's hard. Three minutes, five minutes. I don't know. I should work harder. I don't know what I to mean, do. I don't know what to do. I will say like I found doing it again coming back like at the like as a lady over 30 who kind of who I knew who I was more it was better right i felt like it was still scary but i also like i would say get a buddy system like in the pool you have your noodle buddy those like yeah. floaty noodles get your noodle buddy so i had my noodle buddy in new york that i would go to shows with and she my friend lisa delarios who's a brilliant stand up and like we started a show together and which was really fun called the party machine that we used to do at Union Hall and like oh that's a good idea to start a show yeah so we started a show and I actually found that we didn't do stand up sets so we would do about twenty minutes up top the two of us and we would write it out and sort of have fun like it was a very fun silly show and it was you know good vibes or warm it was not a cynical show and then that helped us also we'd have you know we had really great stand ups and then that helped us get booked on other shows cuz you could host you could invite people to like to share give them stage time oh, so yeah. that was sort of a good way to do it and then and then we would go to shows together and like she would sort of help watch my sets and I would watch her sets and she would be like oh people like you should do more of that like they wanted to la-. like we it's i think the buddy system is very helpful it's a good idea. And that like my brain was like, oh, I'm over 30. It's too late for me to start stand up, blah, blah, blah. I missed it. I should have done it this whole time. And it's like. That's just like a like, mindset, right? It's like, who am I doing this for? You know what I mean? Like, 
how about I just how about I just let myself be bad for a while and so I, I still feel like on and off you know like but how about I just let myself learn like is it going to be why not just try it? And it's exhilarating, isn't it? And no one else is looking at you going, she's too old to try it. Like, I mean, and if they are, fuck them. Like, fuck them. Fuck them. Why not? I mean, and by the way, you may not want to do it. Like, I find I'm actually doing less in town because I feel like at a, you know, sometimes it is, I'm trying to have a little more balance of like, you know, particularly, and I'm touring a little less where, because I really like touring and I love like getting to meet people and see different parts of like, there's a very neat thing when you do tour and you headline and like a town kind of welcomes you and like you get to kind of meet people and like, it's really, I like that. I like the connection of that. But then it was hard sometimes if you, you know, coming back and then auditioning or working, like there was never a day off and, and just, getting too like I sometimes can treat myself too much like a machine and like well, yeah I'm available or like the, the, the mindset of like booking like a red eye and thinking you can just hit the ground running yeah. like 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 not building in any lollygagging time I think lollygagging is really important it is important but you look so refreshed oh my god you look I, so well rested oh my god thank yeah. you how do you oh, do it oh my god I'm not at all no oh god no I'm exhausted all the time are you really oh yeah your hair looks all blown out and all the stuff and I'm oh just like god, I'm saying thanks. too many nice things I gotta stop it's oh too please late. I'll take if I say too many, then then you won't. It won't be valuable. Won't Are be you real. kidding me? Okay. I really appreciate it. Not at all. I I'm not that person. Okay. I accept it. I'll yeah. take it. Um. But yeah. Oh yeah. But so you. So you. Okay. How do you? How do you find the balance? Because are you auditioning a ton? And like, when do you memorize lines? And do you read? Who do you read lines with? And how do you navigate and balance your day when you have like a, like you podcast, you record it. Yeah. Do you just put it out. Do you have to have, to have the time to edit it and all the stuff like. It's hard. That's why I've stopped doing a lot. I'm not doing many shows when I'm in LA because I found that when I was doing that and then auditions would come up, then my auditions, because those are really the big bill payers. So like, like I can be a good auditioner if I have time to prepare. Yeah. Tell me about how, yeah. What's that process? So, um, Okay, I have a really specific pro- you process. You do? Yeah, I've taken Ooh. I've taken all the judgment out of it because whenever one comes in, even though I should feel excited, I just feel dread. <laughs> exactly the same. And I feel jealous when other people have them, but I still feel dread when they come into the my own. Minute I get the I just feel dread, yeah. immediate dread, panic, and Me dread. Too. I want to I want to figure out a way to say no, even though this is my job. It's just terror. It's just fear. If I'm being honest. Yes. So. <laughs> I allow that kind of squirrely, like I kind of avoid it. I'll kind of click through, I'll look at what the sides are. And then um, here's, I have a few rules. Okay, one, I have a no new outfits purchased rule of like, I'm not buying a new fucking item of clothes for this. Never again. I used to do it. It's like. Me neither. I have one weird section of my closet that's like, this is suburban mom. This is like promiscuous, uh, you know, kind of uh, the lady from the street. Like (laughs) this is whatever. So um, I'm not buying new clothes. Yeah. Um, I... I for perfect if I have all the time in the world like the if I, my favorite amount of time is like two days two days I don't want I don't want more than that but I'd love it be like if I got it on a Monday it's like your auditions on Thursday yeah so maybe three days yeah three, three days. days three then days it ruins my whole week because then I can't do anything or have any fun okay I feel panic. here's how but here's what I do okay. If I have time, I hop in the tub. There's an app called the Line Learner app 
which I love. I record it. I use that too. Okay, so I put it in, and I just try to take the judgment out, and I run it, and I mark it. I do like prison chicken scratch. I do 15 times. I just run it for words. Then I hire my friend. I have two people I run lines with, my friend Jacob and my friend Jordan. Love them both. They're both great. They both have different. They're both different. I just hire them, ideally in person, to come over like and run it with me in person. So I've done it on my feet. And if I can do it 15 times, I will, or I do it 10 times. In the beginning, I just do it for words and to get the rhythm. And so I start to know the other person's lines. And so I can remotely have a stand a chance of being grounded in my body and capable of listening when I'm in there. And then towards the second half, I like to start to make my choices. I make I try to make a strong choice. I also sometimes do them on the phone with my friend Steve Heitner, who played Kenny Banya on Seinfeld, who's brilliant. Um but I'll try to make a strong choice. I'll just try to like, I try to not be like, what do they want? I'll be like, what's going to be, I'll try to make something that's a little different. And, um, and I try to just be as relaxed as I can be. I try to get there early in the parking lot. I try to run it like three times, know that it's okay that I'm going to be nervous, try to sort of ground myself in the moment. I also have really bad eyesight, so I have to kind of write it out big on the side. I print them out bigger. Oh, that's good. And then uh, and then I just attempt to have some fun in there, and I attempt to listen. And, and then I throw my sides out before I get in the car. Not in front of them, not in the office, but oh. like in the bathroom. Oh, I do that too. Just so they do not come home with me to mock me if I haven't heard from them. That's what I do. That's my process. That What's your process? Sounds pretty similar. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I had one yesterday in the morning. Uh, Horrible. Too I, soon in the year. I uh, Too soon in the year. Horrible. Immediately got it. Felt dread. Sure. Uh, recorded on Line Learner, listened in the bathtub over Great. and over again. Actually, bathtub. Actually memorized, line, but it was, it was uh, I got it the day before. I got it less than 24 That's hours. That's okay. That's usually what it is. It's so irritating because then I panic, but I'm like, ah, whatever. Always panic. Memorize the things. There's only two pages. Uh, you know, I actually read it with my boyfriend, which is usually I the worst thing to do. Think do it. Oh, loved ones. That'll kill Don't a do it. That'll kill a relationship. But the weird thing is, it doesn't kill our relationship. Okay. It was amazing. Uh, you must be still early on. Well, it will kill okay, it over time. I know. Well, you <laughs> killed, killed every other one, and I even told him, I went, this is crazy. That's why I hire outside sources. That's what I usually do. Didn't you have, have the time. To. Didn't have the time. Okay. So he read it with me. Had, I, had, I had a nice breakfast. Got there an hour early. Great. So you did it. Did it. Did the thing. She gave me an adjustment. I Great. Did, Adjust. Took, I love an adjustment. Took, took the note, left there. I did throw the, the sides away in the office, but I didn't I didn't like see any of the casting people. Great. That's see good. Me do that. That's good. And then, uh, you know, ran into girls I knew who were that's, also auditioning. That's always tricky. Didn't lose myself to them. I was just, you know, in my own that's world. That's the thing. It's like, particularly, it's tricky if it's somebody that's a complicated person for you. And it's tricky if it's a friend because you want to chat with your friend. But then they should also know. It's we like, all, we all got to, I'm a weirdo. I'm a pacer and yeah. it's not personal, but I got to go down the hall. I can't people please anymore. No, I used to be like, oh, I'm yeah. going to give all my power away yeah, to this Yeah, yeah, no, no. We're at Wimbledon. Yeah. It's game day. I need I'm to make fucking, some money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm Roger Federer. Yeah. I'm down the fucking hall. What am I going to hang out it's with? It's true. Djokovic, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I was at that on Wilshire, though, the old-timey Art Deco building. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I like that building. Oh, yeah, I like that all building, that, all too. All that history. I love, like, old-timey yeah, Hollywood history, whatever. Me, too. But, uh, well, it's, it's nerve-wracking, though. But the, the throwing it away is key. If it's when I want a lot, if it's when I'm, like, like a callback or a test or something that is, like, 
getting close and I'm like dying for. I try and book something fun afterwards with another human, like a coffee date or something. So I'm not just on the moon spinning out for the rest of the day. How many times have you tested? A bunch, I feel like. (sighs) You're on Shameless. What's this so insatiable? What's that all about? Oh my God. It's so fun. Okay, tell me. <laughs> oh my god, it's so fun. What is this new Netflix show, Insatiable? You're it's, on. It's been. It came out last summer, so we're about to do our second season. Oh, second season. Where have I been? I thought it was it's August a, of 2018. Or am I wrong? That was last year. Oh god, 2019. I know. All right. How dare you? <laughs> That's all right. How no, it's dare fun. You? I play a real shit bag named Regina Sinclair. Yeah. Southern. Um, you do accents too? I, I can do a few you. accents. I can do a few. Yeah. I can do Massachusetts. Okay. I can do Southern. What's your Southern? I guess southern. watch Insatiable. Don't, okay. give away. Don't give it away okay. for free. Oh, honey, everybody's a little bit gay. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Even Colton? Um, oh, oh, well, you know, honey, sometimes in this live, you're the girl comic, aren't you? Um, that's, I had a guy say that to me. You're the girl comic. I got a joke for you. You know, they say there's two kinds of people in this world. I'll say there's two kinds of titties in this world, a left titty and a right titty. That was said to me what? at a club in Texas. Oh my God. <laughs> it was amazing. Mostly I was like, wait a minute, is this happening? And also your accent is amazing. Your accent is incredible. Well, thank you so much. Oh my God. Thank you so much. You're so loose and fun and free. I have to get into the zone of like certain words before I get going. Yeah. It's got like there's certain phrases that bring me back in. Can you do British? I have done British in plays and I had to do Scottish and that was really hard. I I don't know if I could... I would have to go back and look at the script and say the lines from the play. Say the lines from the play. All right. Well, that was too we'll, hard. We'll leave it there. We'll yeah. leave that there. Everything goes with like a little, everything turns out to be like a little lucky charms, like, oh, ardent stars, green moods. Like it's all, <laughs> it all kind of turns into like a hacky Irish eventually. Yeah. Oh, like there's a lot of rolling of R's. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't, I can't do any accents. I'm very good at comedy crying. Yeah. That's one of my, I've never, I've booked a lot of crying parts, but I've never actually like, I've never never actually been able to muster a real tear. I'm all menthol stick. You are? I'm very good at bursting into fake comedy tears. What does that look like? Well, it's still like... like and just like a fucking hot mess. Yeah, you just have to. Just, it's, 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 ah! like, it's it's like it's that's I I love it. I get excited if there's a if there's a if there's a train wreck comedy scene. Yeah, I never book just plain mom ladies. What do you book? What are the like? What are you excited when you see? Where you like? Oh, this is my lane. I mean, I'm just podcasting, but uh, what do I like? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know anymore. I can this book love stalker. I can book stalker. Oh. Like I book like. Like Isla Fisher and Wedding Crashers. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, I fucked her once and she won't stop I can texting see me. That. I book like like a little off. Like I yeah. I never book just like this is Wendy. She's the I don't book the wife roles. Like I'm not the Julie Bowen. I don't book that. I yeah. go up for that, but I don't book it ever. That's more fun to play what you'd be playing. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I book a little off. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus. I book a little off. I book sometimes kind of trashy. Um, I book also kind of like pissy and uptight. Pissy and uptight. Yeah, it's all just like a little bit, a, a little off. Someone's oh. a little off. Wait, so are you even able to go out this season because you're on Insatiable? I can go out. You can go I out. I can go out. All right. 
I wish I wasn't. Mabel. Look out, Tinseltown. Tinseltown, please. Oh, yeah. Just book me early because it's so tiring. It is please. so tiring. And, and life is so expensive. Life oh, is God. so, adulthood is so expensive. It is. It's like car insurance. What are your, uh, what are your beauty like secrets? Oh my God, thanks for asking. Oh. <laughs> okay, I have, okay, I have a. Because for somebody who says she's exhausted but looking so well Oh my rested. God, I'm exhausted. So I have a cream that I love that's not expensive. Maybe it's like $30. Do you love not, Target? Oh my God, obviously. I love Target. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, it's my favorite place. I, mean, I feel so safe there. That's a place I, I actually feel very safe. I love Target. Like I would probably go there after an audition that That's a great, I've done that. I walk around Target for three hours, that. get a Starbucks. Yeah, keep going. I love Target. I feel like their clothes are really on point right now. Me I too. love. I like their new line that they, because they got rid of like Mosimo or whatever. Now Mos- they have like a now new they have day. Like a new day. Mm-hmm, I know. And they also have like nice and easy or whatever. Like there's one yeah. other. A new day really is like, we're going to be made well, but we're going to be $29. Exactly. I got a really cute bag from there. I got some, um, I got two really cute new day dresses yeah. that were kind of like, you know how those prairie, those bots, whatever, that the designer that does like the prairie dresses, yeah. Bashiva. But well, I don't know, Bashiva. I, I got too some expensive. Like, I got some like knockoff Bashiva Target dresses yeah. last. I don't know. I have, I lose track of time because there's no real seasons. Yeah. Um. I find Target. I have I have roamed around many a Target when I'm like processing fear after an audition. Me too. I spend about seventy five dollars on like jog bras and like. Like mascara, so okay. Some of the the cream, Beauty, yeah. the cream that's like thirty dollars. I get them on Amazon. It's a French company, Embryolisse. Okay, it's a white, it's a white tube with blue writing on it. It's so great. It's like it feels like those high end bougie Barney's creams, yeah. and it's not a lot. I also. For my, I use NARS foundation that has like the glow. And then I use, I love, and then you might have to order it quickly because they only do it, they only do it at the holidays. They, um, Hourglass puts out these palettes with six at the holidays each year. It's a different palette. Okay. But they have like, it's like an illuminating palette. And oh, girl, they, cause you've got like the under eye, a little blush, but it's got like that like glow. It's got like that highlighter shit in it. Jesus. Spectacular. Oh my God. I like just like a shitty Maybelline liquid eyeliner or an elf. Elf is a great oh, liquid eyeliner. Elf is great available. Elf Target. is great. I like a wet and wild lipstick sometimes Me or too. NARS. I just, yeah, I'm high low. I'm all high low. Wait, do you watch any of the Real Housewives? I don't, you and I don't? feel left out that what? I don't. You're leaving I don't yourself like out. Watching people fight without a purpose. Without a purpose. I like, like, if you're gonna fight, give me like, because you're fighting for a prize. Like, yeah. you get to win something at the end. That's how I feel about The Bachelor, though, because I'm like, oh, I want. I'm so much more into The Real Housewives than I am into okay, The Bachelor. That's fair. Just because I feel like, oh, at least on Vanderpump Rules or The Bachelor. I mean, Vanderpump Rules or Real Housewives. I'm watching all of their lives, and they're they're doing things. Or, and you get to know all the people living their lives that that are that are changing and ever changing, okay. whatever. As opposed to the Bachelor, where it's always like, okay, it's a, a bunch of guys. Fighting yeah, for this I girl, understand that. Bunch of girls fighting for this guy. I could not have been but less I, interested in the Bachelor at all. Like, but no, no, I'm into it now. Though I'm just saying, I love, I, I love it all. I love all I the get trash. It. You know what I love? What? When I'm really, when I'm really anxious, the TV version of Adivan or Prozac to me. When I'm really frozen. Great British Bake Off. Oh, really? There is nothing. Have you watched it? I've just finally watched it because I went to Did you feel, London. 
Did you, did you like, did it feel like, I'm just, like, it's when you're really fucked up in life. When things are fucked up and you are not okay. Who hosts it? Uh, well, it changed recently. Paul Hollywood's the constant. It used to, he was a judge. The host switched. There was like a big Mary Berry, the, the old judge left, Prue is in. And then there used to be two ladies that hosted it, but now it's one of the guys from the Mighty Boosh named oh. Noel, who's adorable. He is so adorable and delightful. Who, okay, so I have watched, I only watched it recently. I know you can watch it in America, but for whatever Netflix. Reason, yeah, but I was watching it over there and I was watching this other show that they have, uh, they're called, oh God, it's called First Dates, which you would love. I bet. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, self-explanatory. It's all about first dates. Yeah. Uh, and then this other show they have called Naked Attraction. Have you heard about this? I heard about that. Oh my God. People from the podcast have texted, have like emailed in saying yeah. you've got to watch Naked you gotta Attraction. you got to watch the show. Have you seen it? No. Oh my God. It's crazy. It's I don't like, want to be naked in front of anybody. Yeah, no, you don't have to do it. But if you watched it, it's just crazy. I would watch it. It's like, let's say you're like, I'm the female contestant and yeah. I'm looking for a boyfriend or whatever I'm looking for. Then they present you with a bunch of men, but they're hidden behind a glass partition and they slowly lift it to reveal their ankles and they lift it more yeah, to reveal okay. their penis or whatever. You see their ween? You do, but then also for when the girls are behind the partitions and it's a guy looking to find a girl... You see you the see, ladies' biz. You do. You, you see their see? labia, and then he'll make a decision on uh, based on like labia? what their labias look like. <gasps> Shut up. And then That's he'll. Awful. England and then, is so weird. They're like, oh, they're now, like, they're like, oh, we're uptight and we're like awful. I know. I couldn't believe it because I was like, because I was like picturing myself in that situation where I'm like, oh my god, if oh my I was God, I don't want anybody judging my my like snooch. If I were being <laughs> judged on my labia, I'd be out. I'd be out for me. Be like, I'd be like, what am I? Am I a monster? I'm a monster. I need to pee. Oh, you do Hold, again? I'm, I'm like a two-year-old. Do you Hold want me to me. edit that out that you peed but when you got here and that you're peeing now? I don't care. Do we have to bleep this out? I don't care. I don't All right, we're putting this... I pee a lot. If I went on The Amazing Race, I'd have to wear an adult diaper. We're putting this on pause. All right, do it. I pee all the time. Look at your inset. Look at your little, like... I like your little... Thank you. Yeah? You saw my hair products in there? I saw all your hair products. We're recording again. Is that okay? That's fine. Just let you know. I need to talk here because your bangs are on point. Oh, get on the mic here. Okay, yeah. so wait a minute. Thank what you. What hair products do you, are those do you use on a regular, on the regs? I only shampooed with Garnier Fructis today. I mean. And that's it. You, so what do you use all those products for? And my natural hair color is your color. Is it? My natural hair color is red. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Well, okay. So, yeah, I just, I'm probably completely gray now. But, like, I, yeah, just dye my hair. Get my hair dyed. Get I my bangs it. trimmed. This is the shortest it's been in a while. When did you go darker? When I was like 13 years old, I went like jet black, this like game blue like, black. This is me. I was like, yeah, I'm like angsty. I want to be, I want to try to attract the guy that I feel will be attracted to. That lady. Like I wanted like a hair shaker, emo musician yeah. guy. And I was like, and then I. Did it work? I think it worked. Yeah. Are you the model on the virgin ads? Yes. You're so cute. Oh my God. You really stand out. You work all the time. I don't work all the you time. You are the model Actually, in every... Have you been in Target ads? I have been in Target ads. I know. Oh, I love you. You're so nice. This is great. This is reminding me. I've got to like, you know... You were like on the billboard at LAX for years. I was. Yeah. Thank you, for, you know, I needed this because I feel like... Uh, That's huge. You you have a big career. Do I? Yeah. You have a big career. Do you do a lot of commercials? That I'm like a commercial actress. You're That's highly how, bookable. I I, like, who wouldn't then, book you? You're so lovely. I thank you very much. I mean, I feel like in this business, it goes up and down. Commercials are hard to book. Have you ever booked commercials though? 
back in the day, but but you probably don't even go on those castings anymore because I don't want to really. Oh, I don't want anybody to hear me being negative or whatever. Cut this like, part out. Okay, I mean, I'm, aren't you at an offer only for commercials now? Am I at offer only? I don't even think that exists anymore. Right. Or I don't know. I'm probably gonna leave all this in unless you want me to cut anything out. I don't care. Yeah, I'm just going getting raw. With How it. do you get your your hair is probably? I have really thick hair, and I have yeah. like a. I have like a cowlick I'm in the cowlick. bag. I'm cowlick. I'm a so widow's how, peak. How do you deal with, how do you get that done? How do you make it land like that? How do that? I make it land? Well, I go to Jay Diola at Good Forum on Fairfax above Melrose. Oh, wait a minute. He's great. He, I used to go to Jay. He still exists? Yes. He didn't parlor. die. He used to be parlor. He used to be parlor. Is he married? He's married to Rebecca and they're like co-owners of the place where Rebecca owns it and like, he, yeah. Back in the day, he used to date a girl named Ruby. Yes, she works there too. Oh, so they're cool. That's good. That's so funny. I used oh, to go God. to Jay. That's great. Yeah. He's so cute. He is so cute. He was a fox. Heterosexual. He's still a fox. He was like oh my rock God, and love- roll. He was like rock and roll hair guy. Yeah. Okay, so you go to Jay. I go to Jay. He dyes my hair. He cuts my hair. Yeah. We talk about God. I tell him about all the things I'm spiraling over. Okay. And uh, I watch myself grow every time I go there. Okay. Not, not my hair length or whatever. I'm yeah, yeah, like yeah. emotionally. I've been going to him since I was like 21 years old. Right. So it's been an eon. I went to him when I was like 21 years old. Yeah. Yeah. He he's, was like my guy. He was like, oh my God, I'm going to go to the cool hot guy. I know. He's still cool, still hot, has a baby. How old's the baby? Baby's like, uh, not even a year. Well, yet. that's a, does he have more than one kid? He has only one kid. Great. His first baby. I can't believe, so that's who does my hair. That's who does okay, the thing. Okay, so how do you dry that sucker? How do you Early, get it to land I like usually that? just air, I can't believe you're saying all these nice things. Everybody's turning the podcast off. They're like, enough, enough. You can cut it. You can cut it. I'm not cutting any of this. You can cut it. I don't want to. Okay, great. It's good. I find bangs very hard. Uh, I I go back and forth. I, my fantasy is like poor man Barjo hair. Oh, that's what you have. Okay, great. That's good. That's good. That's what I shoot for. That's what I shoot for. Because when you're fluffing your hair and kind of like in this flirtatious, sexy, cool, Mm. coquettishy way, Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. just earlier on the couch, like seven minutes ago. Okay, great. I did think Bridget Bardot. Great. That's what I wanted. No, you're totally great. That's what I wanted. Yeah. But I just, uh, that's what I wanted. But I'll cut my own bangs sometimes. I'm getting it dyed today. I don't know. I'm going to go lighter in the front. Where are you going? I go to, now I'm going to main duo at Salon Republic. I don't know where that is. It's near the Google it. But I I also go and love Heather Abwell. She's like the jam. Also at a different Salon Republic on Wilshire. She's fantastic. Jesus Christ. I know it's exhausting. It's a a woman. There's so many things to do. It's so exhausting. It's so much upkeep. It's so much upkeep. It's so much. Their nails. The nails. I've given up on that right now. I got to get back in the game. Manicure, pedicures, waxing, shaving, whatever it is you do. I go through like, I just like rotate. I can only do so much. Yeah. Uh, hair color, mascara, foundation. So you don't pick at your face, though. But I'll like nervously like pick at my. If I get anxious, I used to. How'd you stop? I, I. You know what? I'll tell. Okay, here's a product. Here's a product. Yeah. Because I used to get a lot of cystic acne. Me too. I would fly and I would sleep on my hand and wherever my hand was, I would just get like particularly around like the cheek and the chin. Yeah. Because I would sleep on it and I would get off a flight and then like six new flate zits would appear. So um, there's this product. You have to sign into the website to get it, which I didn't like, but it is what it is. It's a French product. It's like the New York Times has featured it in like their style. It's like what all the like whatever fucking stylists use. um, It's called, you have to go to Shop Rescue Spa and whatever. You just, it's not like, um, you don't become like a member. It's just like you don't have access to the site unless you give them their email address. It is called... Recherche Biologique, and you want the 1971. You want the original 1971. It's like a toner. Yeah. 
I haven't had zits since. I've never not had acne. Really? I always had acne. It is a toner. It is the greatest. It literally was a game changer. Yeah. Get it. Okay. God, I use this thing called, oh, fuck, that Recherche I really like. Research Biologique. And all you have to do is give me your email address. 1970. Oh, my God. It's like a beauty podcast now. Yeah, I love it's it. great. I use game this, change. There's this thing that I use that was helping me out, but I ran out of it, and it's called, oh, God, it's called Good Jeans. Great. It's very expensive. It's at Sephora. I don't have to buy it all the time. Biologique was expensive. It's like 100 yeah. bucks, but it lasts like six months. Yeah. In my mind, if I can have these zit-free for six months, yeah. I'll give you 100 bucks. You'll give it 100 bucks. Because it's like underground like volcanoes yeah. without it. I went on Accutane twice. Yeah. I think you should try this. Yeah. And I was shooting some movie and I remember I had to like fly into LA to go to my dermatologist to get a blood test yeah. to get my new prescription. Have you ever been on Accutane? No, but it's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. It makes your lips peel off. Oh my God. It was a nightmare. It's brutal. But wait, when you said, going back to this, yeah. when you said after post auditions, if you're stressed out, yeah. you've been known to go to Target yeah, sure, sure, every sure. so often just to like, or yeah. you feel like, love oh, it. watching the Great Bake Off, if you're, well, if, yes. you know, like you're, as if you're, you want a anxious. lobotomy or yeah. if you're anxious, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So are you on any, none of my business, you don't tell me, just tell me to fuck off. No, I'm not. I, you know, no, 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 no pills. No pills. No adamant, no antidepressants or nothing. Nothing. Because I, I just recently went on Zoloft. I always overshare everything. That's okay. My yeah. I went on 25 milligrams of Zoloft. How do you feel? I, I mean, I just called the psychiatrist. So I'd never been to a psychiatrist before. Okay. It was totally judgmental about, about yeah. antidepressants. Completely judgmental. I have a lot of friends who really, really help. All my friends, it helps. And I've just been like, oh, not for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. not me. And then uh, I had to call up the psychiatrist and tell him how I'm doing. And, and I was like, you know, I don't, I don't really notice anything. And then I really tuned into myself and went, holy shit, the way I feel now compared to like six months ago. That's huge. I just don't know how my anxiety... I, I used to like... I think everybody's talking about anxiety and this and that and self-care and yakety schmackety so boring. But my God, my anxiety got out of control. So what do you do for when you have anxiety? I'll tell you. I do a few things. I have a thing. There's like a spray called Rescue Remedy that you can get at like Whole Foods. Yeah, I live right by Erewhon. Yeah. Yeah. That I will spray, like if I have an audition or stand up, I'll do like five squirts of the spray. I honestly think it's probably pure just alcohol. Oh, really? <laughs> just getting a little tipsy. Well, yeah. I don't know. Like, because I had a friend who got bit by a dog and she was like freaking out and somebody re- recommended it to her and they said that they actually make an animal version that it like calms down animals. So I was like, all right, I'll try it. And there's something just sort of psychologically, I was like, like just to have a little something. Um, I, I bookend things with like safe friends. I'll do a before phone call and an after phone call. Like if I'm really nervous, I get nervous for a lot of stuff. I'll write out my day in advance, like with a positive outcome. So I'll be like, you know, whatever. Say, let's say I have to go work with somebody intimidating. Like, even though I was scared, I allowed a lot of extra driving time. I got there nice and easily. I got to the parking lot, and I and I account for the fact that I'm scared. I was scared, but I breathed in the car, and I showed up, and I was able to like get ready so that when I went in, I was like, I didn't hand over all my like. I just write out the whole day. You didn't hand over all my power. Yeah, I write out the whole day in a way, so I've sort of like pre-gamed it. With kind of a, I'd write out the whole day with a positive outcome, like if I'm really nervous about something. And I find that really helpful. I wish I could meditate. I know it would probably be helpful for me. When I've done it, it's worked, but I'm not willing to do it right now. Yeah. Um, All the stuff too, the coping. So I, I get so 
bogged down by it too, where it's like, I should be doing my, uh, yeah, artist way morning no, page. I, I gotta meditate. I gotta do my hypnotherapy, Lacey Phillips free native stuff. I don't know if you've heard about that. I don't know what like, that is. That's a whole other thing. It's there all these things. And then I'm like, I haven't done any of them. Now I gotta be down on myself for not yeah. doing all these things. I used to do the artist way morning pages and then I found I wasn't doing it. And like my friend goes, Why don't you just do the morning magic? I'm like, What's that? What's She's that? Like, she goes, Why don't you just write out 15 things that you're grateful for, 15 things that you did well, write out your day in advance, which I had already been doing. Oh, she nice. goes, and write out your year in advance, like 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 it's a year from now and it went well so it's it's so much shorter to do than the morning pages so morning magic well i'll just listen back to this podcast yeah so i just do that so i just do it so it's like to me that's like a page and a half versus three pages that's what you're grateful for what you're grateful for like 15 things i'm grateful for 15 things i did well the day before like oh my god my day in advance like it already happened and went well and then my year with a positive outcome that's great it really and it that takes like much less time you do this every day i've started to do it again because i used to i really used to like doing the morning pages yeah. and I'd been for whatever reason just unwilling to do it. Yeah, I'm not willing to do I also exercise for my brain like so I'll do like I outsource I won't I can't handle the gym and I have like a I've had a broken toe for like three months. What happened? I jumped uh, on a sound stage, and it was cement with no shoe Ooh. on, and I landed right down on my toe. So, and it, I got it extra, like it's broken, and it's this fucker will not heal. It's been taped for three weeks. If anybody has a broken toe out there, and uh, does it ever heal? At Art of Marine, I prefer Instagram, M Y R I N. Yeah, I like it better too. Why you don't like Twitter? I think Twitter's so mean. Twitter is mean, and it's kind of dorky, and it's like Facebook is super dorky. Twitter is. I like Instagram. Yeah, Instagram I like, is I like fun. I'm a more visual person. I like looking yeah. at pictures. Yeah. I think Twitter, get, people get trolly. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I don't, I don't need it. Life's too short. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so that's why I do Pilates. I'll do like a gym, a group gym class because it's cheaper than like having a trainer. So I'll buy like a package and I'll just outsource it. I don't do more, you know, I'll just do it a couple times a week, mostly for my brain. Yeah. So I feel like it helped. That really helps with anxiety. I feel like you don't drink. I don't. That's such a nice way to be. I do can you? tell. I do. I'm not drinking for January. Great. And I just feel so much clearer. So um, how long have you not been drinking for? Because you seem you've got you seem very clear. Oh my god! Thank you. Yeah. I haven't drank for. Oh my god! Let me think. Oh god. Almost 17 years. Oh my god! But it's not. I never had like a drinking thing. I had like a sugar thing, so I like quit sugar, and because I because alcohol has so much sugar in it. Yeah. That's why, like, I had too much. Alcohol was never my. It was like I wanted cupcakes. Oh wow! I want like cookie dough. Yeah, I want icing. I was like, mm. and, then, and then when I eat sugar, I want muffins. Like, and then I would feel like depressed. Like, I yeah. would find like a real correlation between. It's all I, I because I grew up just all we ate was like Fruit Loops and Twink. Like that's all, and it was like not a what it was like whatever. And then I think my body just had had so much of it that it like wasn't able to process it and anymore. And you're tiny too, so you probably you it know. was just like it just made me depressed. And so I kept noticing whenever I would have a lot of sugar, I would have, like I would feel really despondent afterwards. Yeah, and I was like, I think, and then like if I had alcohol, I would like get so drunk after like Ooh. a glass and a half of wine or I'd like throw up after like one glass of wine. Like I think my body stopped being able to process those chemicals. Yeah. So I was like, this isn't enhancing me. What did you notice changed the most dramatically? Well, the fr- and I will say for anybody out there who like struggles with this, 
like the first month is the worst because you're actually like sugar's like an addiction. So like the first month you're jonesing and you're tired and you have headaches and you're mad. Like it's weird. It's like not fun that first month. Yeah. It got worse because I, I socially smoked and then I like became, and then I realized I was like, oh my God, I'm addicted to it. Like I'd never been addicted to something. Yeah. And that's when the sugar stuff really took off because I would like, I quit smoking because I didn't want to, it was like, you know, it was only like a month or two, but I was like, oh my God, I'm addicted to this. So I, I would just like eat blow pops and chew a lot of gum. And like, that's when the sugars, it was almost like the flame hop from one burner to the next. Yeah. Like. I'd never like needed something and then I just wanted sweets. And so I, so I noticed when I finally just quit everything, I feel, first of all, my weight, I dropped like 10 pounds Yeah, like, and it's just consistent. I just fit in my clothes more. I feel my mood is way, like PMS was way worse when I was having a lot of sugar. Like, yeah. I found like the depression lifted. Like I was, I used to struggle with depression and that went away. Like I found, I felt like my esteem went up, even though like it was weird at first. Alcohol was harder to quit than I thought it would be because, because again, I was never, I was never like a big drinker, but. What about in social situations? Well, that's the thing. Like you realize like alcohol is a great social lubricant. And like that first year in particular, and even still people like, like, like it's like, wine is really comforting if you're nervous or you're at a party like it or even just like it's interesting how other people get very uncomfortable if you're not drinking it's yeah. like they think that you're lame you're or like judging them or they've got to look at you're themselves like, yeah it's like dude i don't i don't care like and it's weird it's also like i'm not in AA, like I'm not an alcoholic. So people don't understand. They think you're like a teetotaler. And it's like, so you try to explain like, no, I have like a sugar problem. They're like, what did you, like, it's just like, so I, sometimes I'll just take the glass and just walk, like, it's just easier. Yeah. Like, I'll just like, I'll just take it and walk around. With That's it. what just, I'll do. I'll get like a cranberry juice over ice and How long soda. have you not drank? Oh no, it's only been like, no, I drink. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, drink, yeah. But then sometimes when I go to situations. But people get weird. They don't like it. They do like get weird. It. No, they don't they, like they, it. They, all of a sudden they have to, it's like they have to, you're a mirror for them and they're like, what do you say? Like, am they I don't bad? Trust because you. It yeah. feels like you're all of a sudden you're like a narc. Oh, because they're loose and they might say something and then you're like, I don't know. It's almost like sharp. you're not like, you're not, somehow you're like, not one like of the them. mob brotherhood. You're like, you're not totally. in, like, you have it. You're this, like, it's so weird. That's why I get a cranberry juice with like, have a, a lime in it. Yeah. So just whatever. Yeah. So just get a little it, something. Makes it easier. But I did notice the other day I went and got ice cream with my friend because we're both not drinking. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's our crutch because we stopped drinking, so now we're going for ice cream. Yeah. It was like so, you know, I just made that joke to him because, yeah, that's what you do. That's I, what you do. I noticed a lot of my friends who probably are alcoholics who stop drinking, all of a sudden they're they're at Magic Mountain or they're on roller coasters. They want to yeah. go on rides because yeah, they, they want something to, like, You've make them do feel. Something. I mean, look, it's like life is hard, man. Yeah. It's like... I will never give up coffee. We all have our fucking oh, vices. I can't it's give like, up coffee. you know, sometimes if I'm acting out, I'll fucking go online and buy, I'll buy like oh. makeup, I'll buy lipsticks, or, you know, it's weird. Like, I'll notice I'll buy like a shirt online. Like, yeah. like we're all little monsters, you know? But you're not spiritual or religious or anything like that, or? I definitely, I do believe, I think I will talk to whatever. You, I don't even know what you want to, I don't know, like I guess a higher power or whatever, like yeah. something that's, I do, I do like to talk to sort of the universe yeah. and like. I did that earlier today. I was like actively yeah. out loud talking no, I to do. God I do and believe. my angels and I'm not even religious, but I just. Yeah. I didn't grow up with any religion, but I do, I am spiritual and I do believe in, I do believe 
that I'm not in charge of this. I do believe like in the greater good of like I try and like be part of humanity. I do believe like to me very much like creativity or the inner whispers or like like that there's something else. Like I try and listen to like the next indicated action. I try to not have it just be my little will and need to like, what like I'm going to win. Like I try and have it be like, try and like be of service somehow to approach things. What what do I have to offer versus like, give it to me, you know? What's next? Like, what do you want to do? Do you, and you write too. I mean, I do write. When do you write your stand up? When do you find the time in your day to write? I've been really bad about that. That's, it's honestly, because I have because I'm not doing it as much right now. So like I'm doing sketch fest this weekend and I'm like busy, like getting it together again. Like I find stand up is something my friend and Lisa and I were talking about this, like, the more you do it, the more you write. Like you do it kind of by learning and then you're like, oh, you get an idea because you did a set the night before and like, yeah. like in, or if you're headlining, you're doing five shows that weekend, like I'll try and like add new stuff in because that's sort of easier to test new stuff. Like you can kind of sandwich it in the middle of your set. Like, so, but I, so, but I just wrote a movie that knock on wood, like I think we're doing like... I got, I, I mean, I don't know, I can't really say too much, but like I got funding for, and like, I think we're making a movie this spring. My friend and I wrote it and, uh, um, I want to do like that. I'm really excited about, I'd love to create a TV show and be on it. I like making stuff, yeah. but I'm excited for the movie. And, um, how long did it take you to write the movie? My friend and I wrote it. It was pretty fast. It was, it was pretty fast. Um, you know, it's still we're still tweaking it. Like, like we keep the, getting notes for a draft, though. Like um, the first draft is somebody just knock on your door. Oh, we're podcasting. We're podcasting. <laughs> How dare these monsters? Um, keep going. The first draft took like a, a month. Sounds outside like a month. Like a month. That's really fast. Yeah. It was fast. And was it fun working with another person? Have you tried to yeah. write scripts by yourself? And it's I wait before working with somebody else. Oh, that's so nice. But you got to find the right person. Yeah. Um, I have a book proposal that I'm taking out that oh I God. hope to sell. Look at you. Can we talk about what the book proposal is? Or yeah, yeah. It's oh. a, that I wrote by myself. And um, it's sort of about my family, but it's also like comic essays about stuff I wish I knew at 21 that like like I know now, you know? like yeah. And uh, so my, par- my parents married on a dare. They weren't dating and they moved from New York City to a town of 3,000 people called Little Compton, Rhode Island. And like, it was like this bonkers house in this tiny little farm town. So it's sort of funny stories from there and then stuff that I... But like funny lessons and how I wish I how I learned them because generally embarrassing things. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you're incredible. I hope I sell it. You will. I hope so. I also love design. I would love to have my own design show. Like I would love to have it. I do. Like I just bought it my first house and like I. I contracted it myself. I designed it all. I would love to do like a design show. Oh my God. Would you ever be a real housewife of wherever? No, because I, I, I don't want to go fight with people. No, but wait, let's say there's no fighting. You just get to be you. I mean, do you like Bethany Frankel? I don't honestly know anything about any God, of them. I love you. That would be such a, they need a whole new one. They need one with you, you, me, uh, yes. Kelly Oxford. Yep. Yeah. Great. Yeah, great. Just like, I can't think of, you know, where like real housewives of, uh, I don't know. Of LA. Of Los Feliz. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Like, why not? But, uh, yeah, you just sound so light, happy and Thank free. Thank like, you. And how, I mean, 
God, how did you life get this is point? complicated. Yeah. I mean, life is complicated and life happens, but I do find to me, find what makes your tail wag. Yeah. And do it and eliminate and like don't overstuff your plate. And you're not beating yourself up over this. And if you don't feel like doing morning pages, don't do them. And like, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up no, for no, it. No, no, no. You'll do them again sometime. Like, yeah. It's okay to have balance and it's okay to watch crappy TV and it's okay to have a little noodle time. Yeah. You know what else has actually been calming my anxiety? I got a really dumb um, jigsaw puzzle for, you did. for Christmas and I've been doing this jigsaw puzzle and I was like, oh my God, I'm like a 900 year old woman, but it's strangely therapeutic because you can't like check your phone. You can't, you just have to focus on like... Is that the striped sweater of that cat? We have to be very in the moment. Yeah, yeah, you. It actually, if you can just sort of set it up and kind of do it like for a couple of weeks, you just go do a couple of pieces for. It's actually strangely things like that. I'm trying to have more hobbies. I play cards with yeah. like I'm trying to do things with more groups of people. And who are your friends? Are they all? Comedians and actors, or are they out of the business? I have or? both. Yeah. I have both. So, like, my comedy friends, um, I'm friends with Lauren Lopkiss. Oh, I love her. I'm friends with Brian Safi. I'm friends with Lisa Delarios. Then I have like Dana Gould and like that crew. And then, um, and then I have like my best friend is like had like an art gallery, but she's like an art consultant. And uh, uh, my other friend is like a photographer. And I just like creative people. I like people who are, are happy in what they do. And yeah, yeah, inspiring. Yeah, but, I was gonna be like, do you have any fun me too stories? I found for Yeah, <laughs> you know, I basically oh, I just was like, I, you know what? I actually feel like I, the upshot of I feel like. With all this Me Too and Time's Up stuff, like, I feel in the past, it's interesting. Like, stuff that I used would have, like, you've, it almost makes you aware of how much stuff you've laughed off in the past. Oh like, God, yeah. that it's like, oh, my God, I don't have to laugh that off anymore. Or even, it's like, I just had something recently on a movie where somebody was like, this happens a lot where I'll, like, I'll encounter guys who... Because if you're a silly girl and like, I think they get nervous and they want to like fit in and they'll go too far with being disgusting and joking because they don't know like, and like this guy, like he caught himself, like he went way too far, but like I liked him and we were, and he actually caught himself and he pulled me aside and he's like, I'm so sorry. And I was able to like, thank, like, like that was too far. And like, thank you. Like that was too far. And I appreciate you saying that. And like, and like, we're still friends. Like, you know, that, that seeing that he saw it and that I, because I was mulling after he said it thinking like, I say something? like do I have to tell him? Like, because we were actually pals, you know, and it's like, but just learning in the past, you know, there's so much stuff that like you just wanted to be, go along to get along or go, oh, ha, ha. and it's still awkward, you know, because like sometimes people are in positions of power or like, you know, I had a thing on a movie where a director was totally inappropriate, like, and like you know, you're just like oh ha, ha, ha like you try to make it okay or make jokes about it, but like I think, you know, I have compassion for the fact that in the past certain things I never spoke up about because it's like I didn't know what to do, and it would have like even people when you speak up, people get mad, you know, sometimes. So it's like oh learning God. that, but I do feel like it's changing. Yeah. Like it feels like it's okay to. You know, I had one situation on a job where somebody was really gross and like for the first time, I didn't know what to do. I always have delayed reactions. Me too. And like learning to like, and then I sort of dealt with it. And again, you don't need to like burn the house down. Like certain things maybe you do, but like learning how to go, 
that it's okay to stand up for yourself and be like, hey, you know, like I actually had to go talk to somebody and be like, this happened. And, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to get somebody to lose their job, but like this happened and I want to go on record saying that that's not okay. Yeah. And like, and I've seen other, and other women walked me through that. Like I, part of me was like, am I overreact? It's so funny. Even like the guys that I would tell about things are like, oh my God, that's so fucked up. Like it has to be really far for me to, like you have to have gone real far. Yeah. Like really, really far. So, um, yeah, that, that learning like for me that it's, I will, in general in life, I'm not very confrontational. It's okay to have delayed reactions. It's okay to find your voice and say like that, I'm not okay with that. And like, that's been a a really nice thing, learning lesson, I think, you know, just as an adult lady. Like, it's like, and to see that other people are starting and that there's a now, that it's now sort of more okay. I've noticed on sets, I feel like people are much more. Thoughtful. I didn't. Yeah, and I didn't like again. I came up through comedy like oh, in the nineties. Harshest. Like, yeah, like, so I can roll with a lot. Like truly, if you have crossed the line with me, you have crossed it. You are well over a border. You have crossed <laughs> well into like a different continent. You know, you've really crossed the line. Yeah, and um, and that, and it's learning to say you don't get to do that to me anymore. Like, that's not okay. Yeah. And like some stuff you can roll with. It's like, like there's still like gross joking if it's like, but it's picky. It's like, it's, it is, you know, you're, I, in my mind, one of the things I've really learned is my body knows, Ooh. my body knows. And if it's like a couple days later, like, and you're still thinking and you're in your, something's just feeling off. Oh, you know. You're so right. You know. As opposed to some bonehead who put his foot in his mouth and they have good intentions and you just have to be like. Yeah, some of them. And it's like, and again, you know the ones that are. Sinister. Again, it's different for each person, but yeah. it's like, it's like, it's, it's, it's now, it's like a new way of navigating. It's weird because in the past I just never spoke up. So it's like navigating, you're like, uh, you know, and like that guy was my friend and. I would have said something to him privately and I'm glad he said it to me and, and, and he was sincere and, and, and look, I've, I've sure I've said things like in other arenas on my podcast, I, I go too far. I've said things like that I regret saying, yeah, you know, that I, like I've learned my lesson and some, like people make mistakes. It's also, I'm a big believer in like, if somebody also owns it and apologizes and is actually like, I'm really sorry. It's like, we all make mistakes, yeah. you know. Some people don't care. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just to bookend it, kind yes. of with, with bachelor stuff. Yes, man. Bachelor stuff. By the way, I really like Wells. This is oh my God, I know him, and he's adorable. Oh, dude, who's he's, he dating? He dates Sarah Highland. God damn it, Sarah Highland. I mean, I'm in a relationship, so it doesn't really matter. He's but I'm adorable. He's what a great catch. He's so cute. Oh my God, I like Wells. I like the grocery store Joe. He's adorable. Uh, but okay, tell me your picks for our, just a massive uh, okay left turn. Right I think from what we we're just actually talking about. the one that I picked in my draft because we do the draft picks before it airs. Okay, we do it. I think it's either going to be first impression Rose. Yeah. Oh, I. Me too. Who was actually my draft pick, which is unusual. You usually have a bad draft pick. Or I really love um, the gal that's the dentist. It's like Ripka or something. She she wore an unfortunate tight French braid. Yeah. I also thought um, 
I believe her name is Katie, the African-American woman he kissed, who is um, Christian. He seemed to really like her, which yeah. would be ex- wonderful. Yeah. Um, I always just think the show is so racist, though. That that's it's all how it feels. Don't you always feel like, like oh, they're making... Is that's how I feel. To say? Like, oh, no, it feels. Yeah. Like, he's making sure not to limit anybody because he doesn't want to look racist or the show doesn't want to look but racist. But he did actually seem to like her. That's what I think, too. Yeah. Would, I'm like, this I'm would be... confused. This would be, like, so exciting. Yeah. It is... No, the show's so racist. But it uh, it really is so racist. Oh, Why God, is it so racist? Why? Because it's just a bunch of Republican, like, white I mean, people. Just, what? I don't know. I will <laughs> say, at least in their casting, it's gotten... I will, like, now, in the last, whatever, three years since I watched, at least they're Casting is getting cooler, yeah, like and more inclusive. And um, I don't, you know, hopefully, God, at some point, at some point, somebody's gotta like mix it up. Like, right? I mean, it's so fucking racist. I couldn't send the sloth. That was so oh irritating. Man, that was so awful. So irritating. That was so awful. Uh, I really like the speech therapist. Oh my god, she's she, adorable. She was so she soft. Might go far. I she thought, was so sweet. I thought it was her. I thought I loved her cute little angelic face. She was so, and she actually felt like she didn't have headshots anywhere. Yeah, like she actually felt like a real speech pathologist. That's what I feel. Yeah, surfer. Yeah, I like her. Uh, it depends if he really wants to get engaged and get married. It depends yeah. if he really is there or if he's not just thirsty for fame. Oh, thirsty for fame. Not just fucking thirsty for fame. But he, I, I, I'm confused by him. Yeah, I'm me still, too. Jury's still out on him. I do think he's so hot. Or I did when last season. Yeah, I was just like, what? Would Jerry still out? Why? You think he's gay? I did think he was gay. You do now, think he's gay? I did think. Why? Just because he's a virgin? No. I mean, that was. Maybe he's heterosexual. I mean, again, but last night he didn't feel like. I mean, I've talked, there's a lot of gay people who do my podcast and like, like. They don't think he's gay? No, they do think he's gay. Oh. They remind him of a lot of guys they know who grew up with like the football father, probably pretty religious, maybe can't yeah. come out. Homophobic. Like, yeah. like, Ugh. like always, like they, they were like, even like there's one guy who does it. It's like, that reminds me of me. Like I dated women for four years, like in oh my twenties, like I had a four year relationship. Like, yeah. Like. Do you think he's had sex with a man before he's lying? No. Or just no sex with anybody? I think no sex with anybody. But now I was watching. It was interesting learning that he was an overweight teen. That helped me with... That made me go, oh, okay. Well, maybe he truly... Because I know it's like a legitimate late bloomer. Like, I think your wiring and your confidence... I believe who you were at 12 affects you in your dating and stuff. And like, if that was him, like maybe that kid that feels different or not enough or whatever, maybe like, I'm like, okay, like, look, whatever is cool. I I hope that, I hope that that's it. And he's not like trying to be something he's not. Unless at the end of the season, he comes out. How exciting would that be? I mean. That would be amazing. Well, some of the. Some of the uh, the gay participants of my podcast think that maybe because he seems to like fame because he did date that Olympian Ali Rice. Man. Oh, he did. Yeah, he seems to like the public eye. So their theory was that maybe in a couple years, when when people have moved on, he's no longer in the public eye. That might he might do like a People magazine cover. That he's gay. Yeah, in like a couple years, if he is. Oh my god! But maybe he's not. Maybe he's not. Maybe it's just. Other stuff. Yeah. Other stuff. 
Maybe it's just other stuff. Oh my God. Well, what else is happening? Uh, what are we looking forward to for you this year? You got Insatiable. You I've got Insatiable. I've got, I've, got, um, I've got a few movies coming out. Tell us everything and then get the hell out of here. And then I, I have a few movies coming out. One, I don't know. There's one coming out this month called I Hate Kids. There's another one that hopefully will do festivals um, called Emmett. There's one called Satanic Panic. And then um, I've done some episodes of different shows, but um, hopefully the movie in the book. Hopefully the movie in the book. Your movie and your book. That would be the goal. Oh my God. That would be the goal. Well, you're the most inspiring guest. Thank you. I've had and on the podcast, show. rosepodcast.vodka. Not will, vodka. will you accept this rose on iTunes? But if you don't have uh, like rosepodcast.vodka, you don't have to have um, an iPhone or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't understand all that, but there's different ways to listen if you don't have iTunes. So there's on iTunes, but if you're not, I think some some phones don't have iTunes. So if you don't have iTunes, you can go to rosepodcast.vodka. I love that we're getting so detail-oriented about podcasting because even I didn't know that fact. I think sometimes I could be don't wrong. Don't they all have podcast apps on every phone? I think that it's not just iTunes though. So Got I it. think if you're on an Android I think it. I think they may not have iTunes. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. But I know that somebody, was, somebody was upset when we left Nerdist, so we did it. Um, there's ha- some other platform that we also have on our pot, dot vodka. People, we want everybody to be able to hear. People will find you. People will find because they feel compelled. It's fun. It's they a very silly. It's a very very fun silly podcast. It's, and it's seasonal. It's I'm just, subscribed. I'm subscribed. Uh, I'm your yeah, number one yeah. fan. Oh my god, Alexis! Thank you for being on my podcast. Oh my god, it was a joy. You are a delight. You're so cute. Thank you. I want you to. I want you to know that it's okay if you feel anxious. And any listener, it's okay. We're never fully cooked, and it's like don't take yourself like you don't need to be fully cooked to go try anything. I love you. Yeah. Thank you. We're never done. Bye, Arden. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye.